Hey everybody, what's up? Happy Monday. Welcome to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. Andrew Walker uh, here with you from the Hedge Podcast up in Canada, joined by Joe Madden from uh, Joe Madden Sports and Alex B. Smith, the newcomer to Monday Edgework. How's it going, guys? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> doing great. Here. Trying to stay warm here in Calgary, Alberta, but otherwise doing perfect, Andrew. Everyone, everyone's adjusting to the uh, the time change. It was uh, it was. A- <laughs> Hey, it was a crazy weekend, um, and we're getting to the point like we're you know some teams have played nine, ten games, other teams have played twelve, thirteen games. Um, you know, if if you have organizational concerns, they're starting to come up, and if your if your team is at the top of the standings, like the I don't know, like the Vegas Golden Knights, I think people are wondering, hey, are are we for real? So yeah, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, Alex, what was your biggest takeaway watching uh, watching games this weekend? Well, the biggest takeaway is how New Jersey has been playing right now. I mean, they swept that Western Canadian road trip. They're now on a six-game winning streak. And this is a team that, you know, seemed like for the first two uh, losses they had to start the year, they're trying to, you know, call out firing Lindy Ruff and, and, and asking for things to be shaken up. And now all of a sudden they're, you know, surging toward the top. And that's the thing about the first 10 to really even 20 games of the season is that you can't really overreact on what you see in the first couple of, of, of weeks of the season because things can change. You have to wait for things to settle in. Injuries are going to take place. You know, guys who got hurt in the offseason or, or training camp, they're going to heal up and be ready. So that's really one of the, the biggest takeaways. It's right up there with Boston, how well they've been playing. They did, you know, finally have their win streak snapped over the weekend against Toronto. But there's, uh, you know, two teams that I have with kind of low on at the beginning of the year that are actually surging and look like they could be, uh, teams that hang around in, in the East uh, throughout the season. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you know, Joe, you, you were able to see them on uh, on Saturday, and and uh, they really impressed me in Calgary in the sense that, um, you know, they, they had had a really good game in Vancouver. They had that late comeback in, in Edmonton. Then they get down uh, against a very good hockey team in the Flames, and yeah, end of the road trip. That's a that's a pretty good opportunity to roll over. No, they, they dug in their heels. They came back, and they ended up winning it in overtime. That's a really good team, and uh, one of the the more unheralded offseason moves they dealt a former first round pick, Ty Smith, to the Pittsburgh Penguins for John Marino, and he just compliments that D so well. They're a little small up front, but I don't know, Joe. There's not a lot of holes on that team. Uh, Alex is 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 right on the money. Yeah, definitely right on the money with that. I love what I'm seeing out of this team. I think this team is going to go really strong. Calgary just wasn't able to get it done against them. They did get up in that one. Devils just not backing down. And talking about another team that's not backing down, it's a bad team in the league, but you look at this Anaheim Ducks team. They are fighting back in every single game. We saw them come back, get the shootout win over the Sharks on the road this weekend. I know they did lose to the Panthers yesterday, but they did play a hard game. They're fighting and everyone talking about Toronto, they pulled off two back-to-back wins, which isn't something you can say often for Toronto. So I think we need to celebrate that. Well, yeah, the, the Leafs are funny, right? They lose to Arizona. They go to California. They lose to the Ducks. They lose to the Sharks. Uh, they lose to the Kings. Uh, and and now they've beaten the the Hurricanes and the Bruins in back-to-back games. So yeah, if you can, if you can figure out how to bet on the Leafs, Alex, <laughs> you're a better man than me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been tough. There's been a few teams that I've had to kind of just, you know, watch and learn from and, and try to wait now, you know, or at least in another week or so before finding a way to try to, you know, like I said, finding the identity of that team and, and being able to battle. You know, Joe mentioned, you mentioned the Ducks, and uh, it's really interesting. Those teams that um, they're they're closer to the bottom of the standings. I think I think they're fun, but they're not there to compete. These teams are hitting overs right now for fun. Uh, Vancouver has gone... Um, 
on six six goals are under only twice in the last 12. Anaheim's gone under six twice in the last 13 and San Jose's gone over the total in in six in a row. Right now if these numbers guys stay at you know six goals or six and a half goals, it's an auto bet until the book's correct because um, none of these teams defend and they can all score. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about two teams that are doing solid, though, you look at the Flyers. I love what I saw out of Carter Hart again this weekend. He was so impressive in that game versus the Senators. That was a phenomenal one. We saw Carter Hart save, what, 33 of 34 shots on goal. And then Cam Talbert made his first official start for the Senators in that one. He was able to save 26 to 28. I think he's going to have a good season as well. That was such a low scoring two to one win for the Flyers. Yeah, and that's a great point with Cam Talbot coming back for Ottawa. Ottawa was the team that I was high on heading into the year. I thought that top six looked uh, fantastic. The addition of Alex Brink, I thought that was a solid move. But Cam Talbot getting hurt and missing the first few weeks uh, kind of pushed them down a bit. I think they're going to be a team with some good value moving forward. Yeah, that, that was my weekend takeaway. It, it's something uh, along the lines of <clears throat> you, you can't get carried away. You can't believe uh, the hype. You know, I'm excited about Ottawa. Um, I think the Flames are, are a real good team. And obviously, I, I thought Johnny Gaudreau made a mistake going to Columbus. But I would say this. Those were the three teams this offseason that were probably in the headlines the most, right? Big free agent acquisitions, Kadri and Giroux and the Debrinkat trade and the Huberto trade. and You know, Johnny Gaudreau signs in, in, uh, with, with the Blue Jackets. Um, but it takes time. New players under new coaches. Uh, not that all these clubs will turn it around, but these three teams, guys, probably get the most headlines. They have a combined 12 wins in 33 games. Like, I, I think the Flames will find their form, but it's been a tepid start. Um, they're allowing way too much under Daryl Sutter. And, and Ottawa, they're going through right now, right? They've lost five in a row. I, I think they're good. Are they going to be playoff good at the end of this, though? Yeah, be interesting to see how they do. We know they're so strong offensively. I'm just not sure what's going to happen with this team. Yeah, and with the Flames, I mean, yeah, it's, it's uncharacteristic to see a, a Sutter defense kind of falter at times. But I think in, in due time, and especially with the game they have tonight against the Islanders, another defensive by the team, this might be one of those contests where they can kind of right the ship and get things rolling. Andrew Walker, Joe Madden, and uh, Alex B. Smith around the table. This is Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, you can see us uh, Mondays, Monday mornings at about 1030 Eastern and uh, the other Edgework teams uh, every morning around the same time. Uh, you can follow... Uh, Edgework on Twitter at Edgework Show and find us and subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. All right, so turning our attention uh, to tonight, uh, a light Monday slate as they uh, as they usually are, but it's uh, it's a pretty entertaining one. Both Alberta teams in action tonight, uh, and I think much needed road trips for both the Oilers and the Flames. They're coming off pretty bad losses uh, at home. Um, you got Edmonton uh, in Washington, and Calgary takes on. The Islanders, um, Oilers and Flames right now, guys, right in the middle of the Pacific. And Vegas has been the big story. Um, goaltending be damned. They're right at the top. Jack Eichel looks rejuvenated. Is Vegas the team to beat in the Pacific? Or by the end of 82, is it going to be what we thought in those two Alberta teams up there? I think if Vegas can stay healthy, they are definitely the team to beat. We look at their goaltending so much better than the goaltending we're getting out of the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers. I think Vegas is the team to beat. I think Calgary is just struggling too much. Markstrom's letting in too many goals. The defense has been solid, but 
I don't know. I don't trust my Calgary Flames right now. We know Jack Campbell is struggling for the Edmonton Oilers as well. Hard to trust him. Hard to take unders with him in that. Yeah, the, the goaltending situation is something you want to watch with all three of these teams. I think with Calgary, I think they're in a better position than Edmonton. You know, Dan Vladar, who had a, a really good training camp and a really good preseason, I think they need to give him some more reps, uh, you know, riding Markstrom. And I understand that Markstrom had a great year last year, but I think they need to kind of maybe, you know, you have the strength of having two quality goaltenders. Utilize that strength and, and, and rotate those guys out a little bit now, especially while they're both fresh early in the season. I think the Southern needs to, to kind of look at that and, and, and utilize both weapons he has where, yeah, like I said, uh, Campbell for Edmonton struggling a little bit. I, I still don't, wouldn't just write him off. I don't think he's, you know, uh, a bad goalie at all, but you know, he's just kind of just, you know, getting his feet wet and, you know, going from one really stressful, high pressure media situation in Toronto to another in Edmonton where, you know, they're expecting them to win. And, you know, the, the pressure there is, is awfully high. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to step up. <laughs> right. I love that. But, but Vegas, I mean, Logan Thompson has been absolutely amazing. And this is a guy I remember watching him late last year. I got to see him in, in, in person play against Minnesota. Uh, and he just looked like he had all the, the mechanics and characteristics of, of a top-tier goalie, and everybody's worried, you know, okay, well, there's no Laurent Lassois, there's no uh, Robin Leonard, but, but Logan Thompson has filled in nicely, and if he can stay healthy and, and, and carry the workload of a true number-one goaltender, then, yeah, Vegas would be right there in the mix as well. Like, going back years ago, right, Vancouver had Roberto Luongo and Corey Schneider, uh, arguably the best uh, goalie tandem in the world, and then they woke up one day, and both of them were gone, and and, you know, I feel that Vegas was in uh, that, you know, they come into the league and they have Marc-Andre Fleury and then they have Robin Lehner and things are looking good. Well, neither of those guys are playing anymore, uh, not for them. And, and Lehner's injured. So, you know, they used a ton of goalies the last two years and, uh, and it looked a bit of a dog's breakfast. But you know what? The biggest acquisition, you know, we talk about Gaudreau and we talk about Nazem Kadri. The biggest acquisition made by the Vegas Golden Knights over this offseason was to bring in Sean Burke as their director of goaltending. He's a really yeah. smart guy. Um, he came on my show uh, during training camp and uh, when a lot of people were doubting what the Vegas Golden Knights um, had between the pipes, um, he was pretty confident that, you know, their organization could get the most out of their guys. That's, man, like if, if anything scares me about Vegas in the division, it's stuff like that. It's organizational smarts and culture and, and making the most out of what you have. All right. So, uh, so three games tonight, guys, I think they're all interesting. Um, I'm not sure which ones you guys are going to be watching, but uh, let's get to our, uh, our best bets and our, and our best player props tonight. Um, Joe, let's start with you. Um, is there a prop you really like in the three games tonight? Yeah, for a prop, I'm looking at the St. Louis Blues-Boston Bruins game. Now, we know the St. Louis Blues have been absolutely struggling, losing their last six games. I think Ryan O'Reilly needs to step up. He needs to get these shots on goal tonight. Um, I'm taking him over two and a half shots. It's beautiful plus money, almost at plus 150 here. We saw him really step up in the last game versus the LA Kings. He's had 29 shots on goal on average this season, or sorry, He's had 29 shots on goal this season, averaging 3.2 shots on goal per game in those nine games. So I see him coming in. I see him coming in strong in this one, getting over those two and a half shots on goal on the Boston Bruins, who are allowing 30.6 shots on goal overall. So I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think the St. Louis Blues win it, but I think Ryan O'Reilly gets the shots. Yeah, Alex, what do you, what do you make of the Blues right now? This is a good offensive team, and I, I don't think it's for lack of trying there's going to be a, a time where they bust out and turn into the blues of last year it's just about i think for bets 
it's timing that, right? But Ryan O'Reilly, Jordan Cairo, um, Robert Thomas, these guys are just off to, to miserable starts and they're point-per-game players. Yeah, absolutely. And then you look in the goaltending too. Jordan Bennington, I mean, he's been streaky pretty much his whole career. He had the great start, of course, his rookie year, wins the Stanley Cup. But ever since then, we've seen him go up and down. And they don't have that Ville Husso to rely on. Thomas Grice, yeah. at 37 years of age, he's certainly not uh, a Ville Husso by, by any stretch of the imagination. So they've got to ride Bennington a bit more. And I think that's been uh, kind of problematic. That's been the Achilles heel, really, for, for the Blues. If you want to stack like a a DraftKings lineup of blues. I'm telling you, one of these days, they're just going to get seven goals and no one's going to have them. Uh, Alex, what's your best uh, prop tonight? Well, looking at that same game, I'm looking at uh, Jake DeBrusque with shots on goal. You can just lay in a modest $1.25 over two and a half shots. He only had two shots last game. Uh, like I said, there was a loss against the, the Maple Leafs. But before that, he had six games. Uh, going back to the start of uh, the road trip against Colum- uh, Columbus, he had six shots on goal as well. So, couple of games where he's been hot, cold, hot, cold. He was kind of cold with those two shots. I think he goes over uh, that spot. You can even find that three and a half and see in that uh, plus a dollar ten. But I, I would lay the price and, and go with the safer number of two and a half here. I think uh, DeBrus, for, for Boston to get rolling, he's one of those guys offensively that uh, has to be firing the puck on that. All right. My, uh, my player prop, uh, or props, I should say, plural, I'm looking at that Oilers-Caps game, which would be pretty fun. In uh, Washington tonight, Caps are a home dog, and the total's at six and a half. Um, after a really ugly afternoon loss to the Dallas Stars, um, Oilers' uh, Jay Woodcroft mixing around the lines. So at least to start five on five tonight, McDavid's going to center um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Jesse Pugliarvi. So Pugliarvi's up, and Yamamoto is down into the bottom six. So it's been a slow start for the big Finn. Um, but he's running out of chances at Edmonton. It's a big-time opportunity for him tonight. So I'm on the pull Yarvi props. Uh, an anytime points, guys, plays plus 125, which is pretty good at plus money. And uh, two shots is minus money, but three shots on goal, uh, I can find it for plus 139. So I'm on pull Yarvi uh, tonight to break out a little bit. And the other one I kind of like in this game is another guy in that line, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, anytime goal is plus 265. His criticism has always kind of been uh, doesn't shoot the puck enough, but he's shooting it with confidence this season. So uh, I'll take that number as uh, I think the Oilers can can score a few tonight. I like it. I yeah, swear. All right. Uh, best bets. What's your favorite line or total uh, tonight? No, I'm going to go with – I'm going to oh, yeah, you want to go? <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. No, I'm going to go with uh, Calgary in, in regulation. Uh, looking at plus a dollar eight, plus a dollar ten. Shop around for that. Uh, I, I think you know they've done well against the Islanders. They've won the last four meetings. Favorites also eleven and four in the last fifteen between those two clubs. I think they need to get on the right track. And the Islanders, you know, like I said, for the defensive mindset they have, Lane Lambert, he's a disciple of Barry Trotz. He's kind of let the horses roam a little bit. You know that they've kind of opened things up a bit more which I think makes them susceptible to having some teams kind of uh, beat them in the transition game. Uh, you know, and Calgary is one of those teams when they work hard within the neutral zone, that's really when they get their game rolling. So I like Calgary uh, to get a win here and, and within 60 minutes. So get the plus price there rather than laying a dollar 35, a dollar 40. I really hope you're right there, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They need it. I like, I like the bounce back. I, I think both Edmonton and Calgary, whether that equates to wins or not tonight, um, these teams are going to be excited to get out on the road a little bit. Being being nice, uh, being home is nice, especially like in the dog days or, um, you know, when you've had long stretches on the road in the winter. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, early in the season when these guys are still fresh, 
Um, I think too much time at home can be a bad thing. Get out on the road, you know, bond with your bond with your teammates. Get away mm-hmm. from the uh, get away from the the family. Focus on uh, on on developing that chemistry, especially with a team like the Flames, who uh, a lot of changes this offseason. Joe, what's your favorite uh, bet tonight? Yeah, I've got to turn back to that St. Louis Boston Bruins game. I'm looking for the Boston Bruins to come out and really get these goals on Jordan Bingington. We know he's allowed four or more goals in the last three games. We can take the Boston Bruins team total over three and a half at minus 104. I think there is so much value there. We know the Boston Bruins are coming out so strong. They're getting these goals. They're first overall in the league for the average goals per game at 4.45. I'm looking for a big night out of them. I also think you could look at taking them here on the puck line at minus one and a half at plus 130. I think there's value there. We've seen the St. Louis Blues fail to cover that puck line in their last six in those losses. They just are not playing good on the road. One and three on that puck line on the road. So I'm I'm in big Boston. Give me Boston for a big day. Over three and a half goals is the best bet, I think. All right. I'm uh, I'm going to contradict you a little bit here with my best bet or what I'm playing tonight. I, I tell you what, I, w- I wish there was a Sharks, Ducks, and Canucks game that I could just blindly bet the over because those teams are putting up uh, 12, 13 goals a game. But uh, I am going to be on the under total tonight for that Bruins uh, Blues game. So both of our bets could still win, yeah. but I'm looking at under six is uh, plus money, plus 103. I do believe in the Blues in, in the long run. And I think this year when I've seen them at their best, um, they get back to, to defense first. And, hey, Boston can score with the best of them, um, but they're also good when they're taking care of their own end. And I, I'm not sure if Charlie McAvoy is back tonight, but he should be back this week. Uh, so I like these teams to come out a little tighter, um, especially the Blues, who, yeah, they got to get rid of this this losing streak. So I'm I'm hoping that we get, you know, one goal in the first 30 minutes, maybe two goals in the first 40. And, yes, as we all know, empty netters can – uh, kind of screwy at the end when it comes Absolutely. to the total, but you can always kind of bet against that if we get off to a to a more of a tepid start. So I'm looking the blue, Blues and the Bruins under six game total tonight. We hit four to one and we both win. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect one. Uh, all right, guys, uh, enjoy uh, Monday. Should be fun. Uh, nice games on the ice, and don't forget prime time coming up tonight of the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, Rob Pizzolo and Eric Eager will get you set for uh, the Monday Night Football game beginning at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern with the 15-minute pregame show. Get you set with the best bets. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right. See you. Bye, guys.